All right, welcome to another episode, micro episode of Monetizing Your Mental Capital. I am here with Isaac Money, I mean Moray. It's actually Isaac Moray. I read it wrong when I very first walked up, and uh, I think Isaac Money, he's wearing a stylish yellow blazer, so Isaac Money totally works. Welcome, Isaac, to the show. Hi, glad to be here. So, Isaac, you are the CEO of Content Cucumber. I used Design Pickle for a while, and so... When I found your service, I laughed my head off. I thought, wow, that is like, you throw that cucumber in some brine and you get a pickle. So we've got some awesome services here. What, what do you guys do? Yeah, we deliver content writing as a service to companies across many different industries. We help them with their blogs, their emails, their web copy, product descriptions, all kinds of creative writing to help tell your story to the world. Beautiful. So here on Monetizing Your Mental Capital, one of the things that we talk about is we try to send you back in time. So what I'm looking for here, Isaac, is the first time you monetized mental capital, meaning what was the first time you went out and tried something entrepreneurial or you got paid for some nugget of knowledge? You know, could be that lemonade stand. What's coming to mind? Yeah, I do have a lemonade stand story. As a kid, I really loved to write since I was young, and I started a newspaper with my brothers, and we would just write about, I don't know, sports, news stories, or even just family like gatherings that we had and talk about them. And I would assign out different topics to my siblings, and they would write articles for me, and might have sold a couple dollars worth of ads in that paper to friendly family members over the years, so... Uh, yeah, kind of funny that grew into me eventually, you know, becoming a writer and running a content agency. And here I am like 20 years later, still assigning articles out to people and managing, uh, you know, content production. Interesting. So as you looked at mental capital and you looked at what it was going to take to build out or grow mental capital, you decided, you know what, I'm going to do this writer thing. What was it that got you into writing? Well, like I said, I liked it since I was a kid. I loved reading and just storytelling. So, you know, one thing led to another. I went from running that little newspaper as a kid to studying English in college. And then while I was still studying, I ended up finding like remote writing jobs, working with different brands, telling their stories through their blogs and just gathered clients throughout college and got to the point where I was like, yeah, this could definitely be a business. Awesome. And one of the things that I think is interesting about your specific service is you have done a good job of productizing a service. And that's where we've taken something that's obviously ephemeral, that's not a hard product or a hard good, and you've turned it into a productized service. What's different between a productized service and just, you know, mom and pop writing agency out there? Well, that's really the difference between my freelance writing career and this eventual company is as a freelancer, I was bartering with each and every person I worked with, you know, I'll write these three articles for you for $300. I'll write this article for $30. I'll write this article for $150. And each and every time kind of debating the price and making the sale and manually generating a PayPal invoice and all that work becomes, you know, half the job. And here I got to give credit to my great friend and co-founder, Chris, who approached me with the idea to turn my freelancing into, well, one specific iteration of turning that into a business. And I think the recurring revenue, the retainer model, the productized service really makes that more viable. And what that is just saying, you know, something along the lines of you pay X amount per month 
and then we deliver projects for you to a certain limit just as you request them. So that instead of, you know, requesting, you know, debating and haggling over each and every article, we sell, I guess, an ongoing service and we're here for you as you need us. So as you dug into that, what were some of the biggest challenges you found? I mean, they say riches in the niches, right? And saying no is what really opens you up to say yes for the right categories of things. What was it that made you feel like, you know what? We're going to say no to all of this extraneous stuff and we're just going to do content. We're just going to do it this way. What, what was it that made you have the tenacity to do that? Well, in some ways, we didn't know to say no at first. We would take articles from all kinds of industries and we, we still are a very versatile agency. We write about lots of different things. But in the beginning, we would take on projects that maybe were just beyond our technical capacity or uh, agree to do things beyond just the writing, like social media that just became too cucumbersome. So we just narrowed it down a little bit. And yeah, we, we're still pretty versatile in our writing, but we try to really focus on, rather than being a full-scale agency, you know, focusing on the written word and telling stories and explaining products in that way. Beautiful. That's an awesome nugget. If you had the opportunity to reach back to young version of yourself and tell him something, he, he's just getting ready to assign out those news articles to his siblings, what would you tell him to do differently than what you've done already today? And a piece of editing and leadership advice that I would give myself is people do things differently than necessarily the way that you would do them, but they can still be doing a good job. And I think sometimes as an editor or as a leader in general, it's easy to look at the work people are doing and say like, you know, hey, what if you did it in this different way? And sometimes that's necessary, but, you know, other times the differences in approach and in style that people bring to the table can be every bit as effective as yours. And, you know, letting them flourish and express themselves in their own way is ultimately the most productive way to be a leader. Beautiful. And Isaac, as you, you know, are out there in the world, what's the best way that individuals can get in touch with you? Something they want to reach out after the episode. Yeah. So you can reach me at my content cucumber email. That's just uh, Isaac at contentcucumber.com. Also, if you go to our website, contentcucumber.com, you'll be able to chat with us there and uh, get in touch. Beautiful. You heard it right here on monetizing your mental capital over and out. 